The longer I live on this big goopy earth, the more I realise that I love cult and or bad movies more than the standard ones. I'd much rather watch Cool World than Titanic. I've never seen Avatar, but I have seen Guilty of Romance like three fucking times. The point is that I live for the video nasty, but I have never seen one of the most famous and successful cult horrors of the VHS era, The Evil Dead. So this week I got my shit together. So let's go to our shabby abandoned studio in the woods and say the magic words. The School for Wayward Nerds does Evil Dead. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the School for Wayward Nerds podcast. We are here to talk about tree rape. Take it away, Toby. Alright, welcome to Full Bush, the pubic podcast. I am Toby DeFola. I'm your host, and I am joined with by uh, Kaistine. <laughs> I don't think I want to be here this week. Wait, I just, all right, so let me let me adjust. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a beautiful Ed Gein Thursday, and you know what that means? It's time for the School for Wayward Nerds. I'm your host Toby Napola, joined as always by my students, Meg. Hey. And pastor aficionado Trey Napola. What? That's all right. Um, we're also joined by our delightful producer, Kaya Steen. Kaya Steen. <laughs> I'm here. Um, and class is now in session. Today's lesson is Evil Dead 1 and 2. Army of Darkness will be later. So uh, let's start at the beginning. The 1981 film Evil Dead is about five college students staying in a rickety old cabin in the woods. Um, they find a recording that inadvertently releases something called Deadites. Um, the students are then possessed one by one. Um, what, what do you reckon? This, this recording is getting off to a start. I think it's going great. Yeah. This is, this is good. It almost started, ladies and gentlemen, with um, the sounds of a YouTube video of Power Rangers fighting Cookie Monster. So, really, you're getting the best you could have gotten <laughs> out of the two. That's the only slogan it could get shit off. <laughs> we could always make it worse. Um, um, before we go deep into the credits and the movie and all that stuff, um, can I ask everyone what they think are dead, what the Deadites are? Um, I came into this very cold, like I had not seen jack shit of Evil Dead previously. Um, That's a lie. Yeah, I've seen... We've seen an episode of the TV show. Yeah, but none of the actual film like i've seen the references in everything a million times it's a very iconic film but i've never actually, actually done it the show with me was season one mm. I saw I, I've, I've watched bits of it yeah um yeah so what what is the the deadites when you first watch it because i get that it's like a demon what demons yeah but everyone's like a zombie so i was like are they zombies or is it the exorcist or are they demons like i was toby has never watched Horror movies in his life. So I've he watched hasn't lots. Seen the Exorcist to know that when you're possessed, you look goofy zombie. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you go all like. No one gets possessed and just grows like me, horns and. Like, to me, they were shrouded in mystery because you never see one of the fuckers. I mean, you see maybe one at the end of Evil Dead Two. The the yeah, women thing. Big. Yeah. But in that in that first movie, it's always POV when there's a yeah, spirit in the room. Yeah, because in darkness, they're just still dead eyes. They're just skeleton things and demons with wings. So you never actually see the spirits. Not really. Yeah. Well, I suppose there's nothing really there to see. 
Yeah, through probably the, just some weed like, shit yeah. in this one. Mm-hmm. Well, a spirit's over. usually like a transparent being. Yeah. It'll just be something like that, I imagine. Yeah. Okay. Um, my other theory was that the cell was just full of Jonathan Crane supplies. So it really was just Ash massacring his family. Yeah, so I did some Googling, and a deadite is a person, animal, or plant possessed by a Kandarian demon. Um, they are demonic zombie hybrids. So I was kind of right, but I was just trying to figure out what exactly out of the two it was, you know? Um, no. Well, it's when a demonic being does it with a zombie and they have a half-breed, a half-breed deadite. Hmm. Um, because well, the people are pretty much dead, because I think apart from Ash, not many people get possessed and survive yeah. the whole thing. So I think he's the only one I saw do it. Oh, in the show, I think a few do. Okay. Um, Alright, so uh, the cast. Um, you got Teresa Tilly as Shelley, Betsy Baker as Linda, um, Richard uh, Demaninkorf as Scott the Dick, um, Alan Sandwich as Cheryl, and finally uh, Bruce fucking Campbell as Ash, or Ashley in the first one. His name is Ashley, because that's what Ash is actually short for. Hmm. Yep, the, the king himself and uh, best buddies with Mr. Sam Raimi, who is the writer and director. Um, he managed to scrape together $90,000 to make the first Evil Dead in a shit and remote cabin located in Morristown, Tennessee. Melanie Grimm sounds like a lot, but that's not that's for a movie. That's for a film. Sounds a lot. Yeah. Oh. Coming out of his own, like, really pocket really and it. scraping it from other people here and there, but that's, you know, it's not much for a film. Um, yeah, after, after what seemed like a very janky and excruciating filming process, like as I researched oh, onwards. Yeah. yeah. They weren't very good at it. Uh-huh. And it took 18 months to edit. Um, a low budget horror treasure has been gets seen by a producer named Ivan Shapiro. Um, this lad takes it to the 1982 Cannes Film Festival, which is attended um, by horror icon Stephen King. Um, he loves the shit out of it, and his praise gets new ones. Before you attention. keep going, what year did it come out? It came out in... 82. Well, oh, it, so it, just it came out in 81, in but no one cared until 82. Well, for a comparison, I thought I'll look up, like, an 80s horror movie, like, because that would really require special effects. Nightmare on Street for Dream Warrior? No, I just went OG... Friday the 13th, like yeah. the first one, and that came out in 1980, and again, apart from blood and gore, they didn't have to do anything, Yeah. so it's kind of the exact same as Evil Dead. 550000 to just make a slasher movie. That's so like a lot more, yeah, that's, that's like five I mean, times like, more. That's a comparison to prove that they had no fucking money making it. Mm. Um, so New Line puts it out, you know, does small time as a... Because it's not that much of a film, really. I mean, I wouldn't go to the cinema to see this. You know, as it's well, back when you don't it know was what it. Made, yeah, when it's when it's not a cult classic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I can honestly like it's very easy to see how it's become a cult thing, but at the same time, I'm like, how is this stuff around? Well, everyone sees yeah. the cover on the VHS in their little blockbuster, they hire it, they tell their friends, and it just spreads like wildfire. Mm-hmm. Going to see it in the cinema didn't happen for anybody, but it just it slowly built into a cult film like they, all movies like that tend to do. Um, yeah, um, the success of it launches Bruce and Cam, 
Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi's career. They do a bunch of sequels and spin-offs, and uh, they end up doing the Spider-Man trilogy. Yay! Yay! Well, which do you prefer of Bruce Campbell's characters? Do you prefer the wrestling announcer? Oh, fuck, the, that's a good question. The bouncery yeah. ticket guy the of the yeah. show? Or the French waiter? I really like that one. Yeah, I, th- I gotta go with the French waiter, but also he comes up with the name Spider-Man. So that's pretty cool. Spider-Man. Oh no, he was Spider-Man. Wasn't he gonna be Mysterio as well in the fourth one? I don't think there was ever plans for a fourth one because Raimi wanted to fuck it out. Yeah, I suppose. What, what I heard was, I'm pretty sure he was his cameo was being Mysterio getting arrested right at the start. Which I could live with. Big Quinton. That's our boy. Um, so what did you guys think of Evil Dead 1? Oh, I have questions. Okay, go. Okay. Why doesn't Ash become a Deadeye? Because he never gets, like, properly attacked and shit. But he does. He gets so cut up a few okay. times. Because so she gets raped by okay, the tree. So <laughs> the what was it? ST tree? Uh, spooky... S- Demon. Spooky tree demon, STD. Yeah, that's what I said before. Okay. Very good. Yeah. So, demons are just girlfriend. I'm just going to keep talking because fuck you. Okay. His girlfriend gets stabbed by the chick with the pencil. Yes. Yeah. And then her leg shatters like glass. It makes a Pac-Man sound. But then, when he's burying his girlfriend in the woods, she like tears chunks off his leg until you can see bone. Yeah. And he's totally cool. Do you think there's an, there's a thing for Dead Eye Square? It also bites him a couple of times when in the final scene, I think um, Scott starts like munching on his leg while he's trying to flick the necklace thing uh, over yeah. the book. Like, is Ash just? It doesn't happen instantly, but isn't he like sort of chosen to? Kind of, but they don't say that. Because there's no reason why attacking something and infecting something have to be the same thing, maybe? Like, it might be a conscious decision for a Deadite to spread its. Because demons are dicks. Mm. Like, Like instead of just possessing her, they're like, let's rape her with a tree. Ah, I think they just wanted to leave one okay just to fuck with him, like make him kill his own sister and girlfriend and two best friends. Well, the original ending. So they would have just wanted to leave one. Yeah. yeah. If I was a demon trying to shit stir, I would just make one guy's life agony and fuck with the rest. Well, the the final shot is the spirit hitting yeah, him the, in the final movie. The so technically, no, I had that. Yeah. yeah. What 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 are the other questions? Okay, so the book seems pretty unalive through all of it. Hmm. When it's on the file, it starts like licking its face. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got some chatter about that, man. Okay, again, demons are just fucking weird. That's the weird thing. If you take like a ventriloquist this. dummy, it acts like a ventriloquist dummy until you throw it on a fire. You realize it's a toddler with like stripes on its mouth, and you're not actually a very good ventriloquist. You just murdered a toddler. Oh wow! Why trash the bridge and not the walking trail? How do you pull down a walking trail? You can still trash it. Is it a walking trail even in the first movie? Yes. yes. Because yeah, because Scott's like, oh, Scott I'm gonna go down it. He leaves for like 30 seconds and comes back. It's like, I'm fucking yeah, dying, man. It's like, though, what happened? You like, couldn't have got off the porch yeah, they yet. they fucked with the road and there's a walking trail, mm. but 
they're like one of the most famous scenes. If you go out near the trees well, and surround yeah, the walking spot, trail, you're gonna get fucking yeah, the, raped. It's got it's got guard dogs. Yeah, Big hard on pine tree guard dogs. That's yeah. the point. They're kind of not safe out there. That's why Scott comes back instantly. Fuck, he got he got railed so quickly. Cool. It's hilarious. Left its lips and winked at him. He's like, yeah, no. Okay, is this the longest night ever? Because no. it's all supposed to take place no, in one night. No, it is not the night. longest night ever because sunrises at three a.m. So it wasn't a very so long t- night. Yeah, technically, it? it was fucking stupid <laughs> short. Yeah, at the end it's 3am when the sun rises and it goes back to normal. There's not a lot of scene changes. Either that or we didn't read the clock. No, I can not work out timelines here. Because it seemed to take forever, but it was all in one night. No, the movie's 90 minutes and if you sit in the dark, it takes forever for sun to come up. If you just sit there quietly, giggling to yourself for an entire night, it takes a long time. Why did they leave straight away? Because the bridge was gone. My sister's fucked up, I'm going to leave. Yeah, they do. The bridge bridge is gone. Yeah. You gotta take notes during the episode, like during the movie, okay. to figure out. My this one is, is more to the second film than the first. Okay. Why is Ash's face always clean? Because he's handsome man. No, because okay, so after he buries his girlfriend, yeah. and the whole head thing happens, mm. she squirts all over his face. He literally has blood all over his face. The exact next scene, as he stands up. Because it's their first Clean movie, they've got a lot of problems. They're not thinking about continuity but errors in the makeup. All the time. So they is have the this blood toxic. No, they've got like a sick budget and they're doing a better job. No, because they're still wiping his face off every damn time. No, but that, that's what he means. Of, they weren't very professional. Maybe yeah. the actor. They, they were really too busy sticking video face. camera. Because <laughs> that's one of the reasons they're a cult classic. Because considering how unprofessional they were. There's still something to it. It's pretty interesting. Mm. Yeah, remember when we were watching Frankenhooker and it's just a random stagehand chilling in the backyard? Yep. Like, they didn't, they didn't pull none of that shit on Evil Dead. They didn't have enough cast members. Like, we all love Black Dynamite and that. You can see the microphone, but that was intentional. Yeah, but it's intentionally parodying movies like this that are trying, but... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, like... Me and Toby like spooky shit, but if we just raised a heap of money and thought, like, I'm learning how to direct a movie, let's go do it, it would suck. I bet you our actors would change, like, in the show. Do you have any other questions? You change actors mid-sentence. Uh, I was questioning who would rent this shack to a group of college students. Well, in the oh, second Tennessee, one... so... Yeah, but in the second one, it's now. like, oh, well, he's probably not there. Yeah. Yeah, because who owned it? Because that professor had it. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. But if some dude in town owns it and is renting it out to people, why, like... Maybe it's a thing that, like, if he doesn't send people there, it'll get... No, but the guy might not have known, like... Yeah. Technically, it was an abandoned shack in the woods when they were looking for sets to film the film. It was just a shack in the woods... It's pretty much what it was in the film, a vacant, empty... No, but that's, that's what I get. So yeah, in the second one, they come across it, and it's supposed to be still rented out by the professor, which is why the, the other brothers, show sister, up. The what, kids. Yeah, the kids show up. In this one, Scott? Yeah. yeah. Well, doesn't he say I don't his really uncle know or some shit? No, he said, I rented the shack off some guy. Yeah. And they're like, what, so you've never seen it before? 
But I suppose when the professor just went there to study the book, didn't he, with his wife? Yeah. Like, he probably just rented it off some guy as well. Well, remember the plot to the first Bioshock movie where it's like, oh, everyone's like, oh, you're fucking with science and stuff. You shouldn't be fucking with So everyone goes and lives in the sea. That's pretty much what he says. He's like, everyone's up on my shit. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just going to hide out here so I can play with my because cult stuff in peace. Think so if like, you oh, were just some random guy that owned a shitty shack in the woods mm-hmm. and you rented to a professor who's just doing whatever you don't give a fuck because you're a bogan, you just own a shack in the woods. It's only out there for you to go like hunting. You find out that the guy murders his wife. You're probably not going to go... Yeah, the demons. You probably go. He's fucking insane. Like, so he would still own the cabin. Yeah, but he would have had to take all the professor's stuff and then take it down into the basement, which is where Scott and Ash find it. Yeah, but like if I so when you sit there and do the exact same thing, where a guy had just murdered someone, I found a tape recorder. I sure as fuck wouldn't turn it on. I definitely would. But you'd flip through the book, like. Oh, but it, it is set in the eighties. Like if you. Had to move a bunch of shit in a house, he probably would just throw it in the basement and not get fucked. Yeah, I suppose. Mm. Um, what do you guys think of like the first spooky bit? Like how Cheryl will be right drawing the clock and then the clock stops and then her hand transforms really without her and draws the book? Yeah. It doesn't look like it. the book. I, I know it was the book because I've seen a picture of the book, but it's not a very good drawing. No. Yeah, but she's also like pushing down so hard I don't even know how they. Her hands are really veiny too. It's evil dead hand. No, because I I thought that too, and then in a later scene, there's another like thing of her hand before she actually gets possessed, and she's just really veiny. I think you're just judging a woman. No, yeah, yeah, she got possessed, but not like that bad. Alright, misogynist. That's fine. Um. Yeah, because every time I try and think of the parts that make sense, I think back to the remake, because a lot of people hated it, but it did have more sense between shit. Mm. Like, the chick that's meant to be Cheryl's replacement, because they're not the same group of people. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, like, they're all just a different group of friends, and the chick's trying to get over a drug addiction. And, yeah, like, she becomes possessed, but it takes ages for her to look like a zombie. Yeah. So I always think of that, like, her hand might not have been possessed. I think that... But, yeah, the movie's got nothing to do with it. I think a lot of remakes have more room to breathe, because... The well, pace, he made it too, didn't he? I think he was I'm involved, sure yeah. Sam Raimi made it. But if he you go back and watch old movies, the timing's, like, way slower. So there's you have less space to fit yeah. stuff in. We watched the big... The Big Sleep, not that long ago, and there's literally a scene where he just hangs out in a bookstore waiting for nighttime. But there's but nowadays movies with the eyes. Hmm. But the movies they 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 don't have room to breathe anymore. So there's a lot more room on each end for other stuff. Like the Power Rangers movie we just saw had room to actually do the shit with Zordon as a Power Ranger at the start. Yeah. Alright, um, the remake was directed by some other guy, but produced by Bruce Campbell. Yeah, yeah, because so. I, I read that all the guys were there. Um, yeah. Alright, let's, uh, let's jump on to the big finale of the first Evil Dead movie. Oh, here's another great yeah, comparison. $90,000 to make the original, $17 million to make the remake. Fuck me. But what was it, like, sixty to 70,000 gallons of blood just for the end scene yeah. of the remake? <laughs> when it's raining? Um, 
Yeah, so the part where, um, spoiler alert, Ash burns the, the Necronomicon while being beaten to death by, like, two Deadites, or the last two left. Yeah. Um, when they, when he actually does it and they start to melt, it's very claymated and strange. Oh, yeah. I think the claymation oh is creepier than any... That's literally yeah. what I'm about to say. I've seen from another movie. Yeah, I don't know if this is just me here, but I've seen horror, I've seen gore. You haven't really. Well, yeah, we've hung out on Live Leak and Best Score and all that shit before. We've seen people explode. We've seen car crashes happen. Why the fuck is it claymation that grosses me out more? Yeah, that is it's, creepy. I'm glad that they didn't have, have the money to do anything It, else. Yeah, it looks so surreal and unnatural. I hate it. I, I think it was usual it. back then because they didn't have. Yeah, like Goro Go- Go- in Mortal Kombat's one, isn't he? Like, that was something that was so easy to manipulate and to make it. And it came in really vivid colours. And the one that I particularly hated was the, like, um, Brits coming out of his sleeve. Oh, yeah, the potato coming out of his sleeve. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm glad that they had a low budget and did that because that's so creepy, that part. Things with less budget tend to be more creative and fun to watch. But I definitely found one to be a lot more gory and like disgusting than two. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, two takes a lot more of a lighter, fun approach to things. Yeah. Um, if if you guys haven't seen the Lee Hardcastle Simpsons video. Um, as always, especially if you're driving on a busy street and listening to this, look it up on your phone and take a peek. Do not do um, that. That's, that's, <laughs> a, that's a YouTube video of the claymated Simpsons getting gored by the three bullies. And it's worse than most real shit I've seen in my life. By a long stretch. Um, yeah, well, he, he burns the book, he survives and goes outside to watch a nice and easy sunrise at 3am. Only to be hit by a cameraman on a motorcycle for the final shot. And then the fucking best part of the movie comes. The end credits. The end credit music is the tits. Oh man, I love it. Um, yeah, I loved this movie. I mean, I, I knew I would, I just haven't had, I haven't sat down to do it before, you know? And I reckon it is a great movie solely for the fact that it's just one of those things that they can just make money in so many other ways like I have the all four movies including the remake in the Necronomicon yeah and it feels so creepy because it's meant to be human flesh it does feel funny it's like some sort of weird foam shit it's like the best idea ever yeah um I found one like I'm not a horror person you you guys know this about me I leave the room you're a big pussy pretty much um this one I had no trouble sitting through it, but there were like a few jump scares, and like I said, it was a lot more gory than so me. The jump scares kind of like I know I hate pretentious modern day jump scares, but the ones in this hold up pretty good. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're not like the new ones, I don't reckon. Mm. It's not just it, like a random. It's, it's a they actually build up to not do it. a jump scare, I reckon. Yeah, I'll say that. Um, but, well, I jumped. When I, when I went back and watched them, it was like at the time where I was watching <laughs> a horror movie a night because I yeah. wanted to see all of them that are decent. Oh, I don't watch and the decent I ones. And I always found the most creepy 
creepy part of Evil Dead, the first one, mm-hmm. was just the sounds the Deadites make. Yeah. Like, that is worse than any other part of the movie. Alright, uh, it's, it's not in my notes, but I was reading some trivia about it, because the mu- the... The, not the music, the the sounds in it are often very funny to me. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of deep, dark forests that kind of sound like a police siren. There's the part where the the deadeyeness spreads out like a cracking glass, and yeah. it sounds like Pac-Man. But the sounds are recorded. Um, it's it's uh, three parts. It's Sam Raimi making you know voice sounds and then editing the shit out of them and then it's uh one other wind effect and then just like a spooky ass breeze sound that was happening in the room he was staying in at the time so he's like yeah that's pretty good so he recorded it for 10 minutes and then he just brought it in and they just used bits of that yeah that's one of the reasons it became so popular for not that much reasoning Mm. is just because of the effort the creative it's got A for effort for budget. Well, just what, what's your fucking problem? What are you doing? <laughs> so I, I pulled up a trivia page. Uh-huh. The blood is um, caro syrup. Oh, I read this one too. This yeah, it, is that, yeah. It's just sugar syrup, non-dairy creamer, and red food colouring, which actually probably wouldn't taste that bad. Um, at one point, Ash's shirt got so saturated with this blood yeah. that they were drying it by the fire. When he tried to put the shirt on, it just broke. Yeah. Trey was telling me about that while we were watching it. That, that, that's a better alternative because I was reading trivia for the first Willy Wonka film and they made that Chocolate River legit. That was like Big M's and cream. Yeah. Those dickheads. It's not a refrigerated warehouse. So every day after the first day, they're hanging out with rancid, disgusting milk. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah like they did the not think that shit through at all. No, you're thinking of the remake. No, they do. See, so the I'm pretty sure the books better. <laughs> Tim Burton really Wonka is a, uh, a pedophile, you guys. Without a doubt. In Germany, the film was released in theaters and on video on the same day in order to advance any problem with the censorship board. Don't know how that works, but okay. Of course, very shortly after it was banned. Yeah, it is like the first official video nasty. Only in July 2016 was the ban lifted. Fuck me. Let's go watch this hip new film after we watch... The remake? After we watch Ice Age 6, let's all go watch Evil Dead 1. They watched the remake four years ago. And they're like, oh, the new remake's out. Oh, this, shit. Yeah, this looks old. Everyone's wearing flare pants. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, how original is this film? I did say it was the first sort of famous cult horror. It's the first video nasty as ever to get banned everywhere. In my very small horror knowledge that I pride myself on thinking is bigger than it is. Yeah. I think it was the first spooky cabin in the middle of nowhere movie. Because, because I'm coming at everything in the wrong order at all times. Like, the Halle Carrier in the Avengers movie is a perfect homage to the Halle Carrier in the, in the Lego, Lego Marvel game. Um, yeah, ha- yeah, I was wondering how much of this film is original because so much shit references this and there's so many tropes that come from it. You know, Cabin in the Woods. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the like the five stereotypical college students stems out of this. Um, The example I thought of immediately when it happens is 
when they die and that milky shit comes out of them. It's 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 the same cum shot stuff that's in lesbian vampire killers. It definitely wasn't like the first generic group of young people dying. Yeah, like you know. Friday the 13th and shit had happened. Yeah. And it wasn't the generic one, like there wasn't a stoner, a virgin, yeah, a cool it, jock. It's it, it shaping it. You've got the the pure nice one that survives all the time because Ash does start off as an absolute pussy. Um, and then you got the dickhead jock, which is definitely Scott. Um, well, like a lot of people hate it, but it, it, the weird kind of yeah. hippie. Like it's sort of there. Everyone hated the movie, and funny to bring it up, the cabin in the woods. Yeah. They nail yeah. it's like the athlete, it's virgin, yeah. stoner, scholar, and the slut. Mm. But that's what the movie's meant to be, just like the generic shit. Mm. I always relate well to the slut. I don't know why. That's I didn't great, find <laughs> in in yeah. both of the movies, I didn't find the characters had like a lot of connect. Like I didn't realize yeah, I, that I didn't actually was Ash's sister until like the very I end. I didn't know it was his sister until I got up to season two of Ash vs. Evil Dead and his dad says something about his daughter and I'm like he calls her oh. sis once in that film. Yeah, and towards the very end, because Scott says... No one else picked it up but me. Scott says yeah, something like, you have to kill... Or you have to man up and kill your sister or something mm. like that. Like um, I did. Because yeah, like in, in the, the show, he goes back to his house like 30 years later and there's still Cheryl's room and they're not even allowed to go in and shit. In the second movie, it took me ages to work out that... Uh, is she called Linda in the second one too? Yeah, the girlfriend. The girlfriend's Linda, it's just a recast. I was like, oh yeah, he's just picked up some floozy for the night. Like, yeah. I didn't realize they whoa, were... Whoa, 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 whenever someone dies... No, no, okay, whenever someone dies, it's like... Well, they're dead. Well, because when they become a dead art half the time, aren't they different actors? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's hard to even follow who's who. Most of them are Sam Raimi's brother. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I could pick up... Okay... The fat chick is supposed to be the wife of the dude. You could kind of follow it, but like he cuts her head off and he's just like, oh, she dead. Ash doesn't fuck random bimbos, Carl. Scott's girlfriend dies and he's totally cool with smashing her with the axe because he's like, but she's Roddy. Oh yeah, you'd really spoon me if I was a festering Fucking I would be so cool to snatch your head. This in is just my stupid. That's excuse. why you're weak and you'll not survive the apocalypse. The stupid excuse for what Kai's saying is that thing in the human brain where they go in like survival mode. Fight or flight, like, baby. You Fight can love flight. someone so much, but if they are fucked up and trying to kill you, your brain will just tell you I to do something. I would believe that if it was like just Ash. But all of the characters seem to be like but that's Scott totally okay dickhead. with it. Mm. I, it. It's just as I was watching it, I was like, I have no real connection to like any of these characters. Yes, except Ash because he's fancy. Yeah, but I also know Ash survives the next like five reboots. You don't know that. Yeah, I do. The continuity is so busted. He could have been killed off a lot. Technically, he does die at the end of the first one. They just have Maybe to change it because it. they're like. Oh, they want to do another one. I guess he lives. Maybe. 
Alright, here we go. Evil Dead. Evil Dead. What is it? Dos? What, what's Mexican numbers? Dos? Yeah. yeah. Get a fucking. Get a dose of Evil Dead up in your ass. No. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> right, so, um. Yeah, this was complicated as fuck to watch after the first one. The the changes and shit. Because yeah, I very I knew nothing about him watching them. Like yeah, the me, first me time. either. I watched the first one, immediately put in the second one and just gone, What yeah, the I was like, fuck? Why the fuck would you take your girlfriend back? Barry, you just buried one there. Barry fucked the timeline again. I don't know what's happening. Then I was like, oh, right. Because wasn't it like they wanted to do what happens after, but then they couldn't used the footage to do like the previous one. yeah well, they pretty much gave up the rights to the first film to get it distributed yeah. um, but then again I'm kind of glad that it was different because how shit would it be if it's like fuck yeah Guardians of the Galaxy 2's out and the first 15 minutes is like previously on a movie previously and it just on shows film. you a little sum up of number one well they do that in every single fucking Batman movie I guess. They always show the damn parents dying. No, but I mean, that's even worse if it's just the last movie. So at least they changed it. So if you're into that yeah, shit, yeah. it is something new. Yeah, so um, Evil Dead 2 comes out six years after the original. Um, It's kind of a parody sequel reboot thing of the original, written by Sam Raimi. And, uh, yeah, it does Scott... start to become more cheeky. Yeah. Like chainsaw hand and the words groovy yeah um yeah um it's written by sam raimi and scott spiegel uh produced by robert tapper um scott aside everyone else is pretty much from the first one linda the people making it linda's a different actress so you're way wrong she also didn't film it scott was a character and also one of the guys that wrote it had the same thing yeah Confused. Yeah, I wasn't listening. I didn't know what he was talking about. Oh, thanks, thanks for sticking by me, everyone. <laughs> listening to my show. Um, yeah, so everyone is pretty much the same as the first movie, except for this Scott Spiegel guy who helped write it. Um, yeah, it goes without saying that Bruce Campbell returns as Ash. But, um, so it made six million in the box office, which isn't much. But like the original, it slowly built a cult following and continued to make sequel spin-off games, etc. And a heap of sick comics. Yes, yeah, I was looking at some of the comic stuff. Fun fact, you bitches. Um, I'm pretty sure Ash is responsible for the Marvel zombies. I, I, I don't have evidence, but I read it somewhere that it happened. I like how. Well, I think I may just watch it, even though it's not the best. At the end of Freddy vs. Jason, how they're both still alive. Yeah. The comic is just Them Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash. Yeah. He's had some fucking weird spin-offs. He's, like, hung out with almost anything at this point. Yeah, I, I got the one at home where he kills Hitler. Okay. I don't remember that. There's, there's heaps of ones that have a big sticker on the front that says, like, one shot so good you don't need an issue two yeah because they're just retarded one shot stories well it was, the evil dead franchise was almost a one shot um after all the guys from evil dead 2 made a film called crime wave which i kind of want to see now that i've looked into it it's a dark comedy slash noir crime film um it did real bad and just it never found a footing like evil dead did you know just it didn't happen so they 
to avoid falling out of Hollywood completely, they fell back on the one success they had so far, and they started doing Evil Dead 2. Um, yeah, the comparisons between it are weird. You lose everyone but Linda. Um, Ash is sort of almost badass already. He certainly becomes a deadite. That's different. Loses his hand. You can't There's name a lot more um, donation. In the first one? In the second. Uh, in the intro, yeah. Like the because, book and stuff looked well, weird no, in the previously thing. The claymation doesn't come in the first one until the very like last oh, one. Oh, no, when sorry. They're, like, uh, melting. It's very stop motion y, the Linda, second one. They use claymation in it too. But yeah. it is a lot more stop motion y. Like all the deadites in the first film, they're. A character in makeup and latex. In the second one, they're more claymation yeah, Some of them are kind of like a hairless Muppet. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so this version abandons everyone, but Ash and Linda, this time played by a woman named Denise Bixler, they go on a romantic vacation. I did that in quotes because it's a fucking shit shack in the woods with no electricity. That sounds... So great. And it and it doesn't have like a laundry, so I'm assuming the beds are all fucking gross. If you want to get real technical about it, about cum mattresses. No, you just don't throw it in the river. It's fine. Well, it's all wet. Leave it out to dry. It, it's fine. Don't worry about the yeah. tape. Alright, so Ash finds a tape recorder lying beside the Book of the Dead. Well, um, you know, while making himself at home in his fucking house. It's funny because Ash just wanders into this house that isn't his and makes himself at home exactly like he would in a Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. No doors are ever locked. Um, yep, so he listens to the tape recorder, he puts it on because it's fucking right there, why wouldn't you? Um, it plays entries by a professor who found an old book and studies it with his wife. After reading a certain passage, the evil ghost demon thing is awakened and gets up on or in Linda, depending on how you look at him. Oh. Yeah. Um, you get the decapitation and burying scene from the first one, but, you know, it's slightly off, obviously. It's very rushed compared to the first one. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Yeah, um, but afterwards, this time, he is attacked and launched, like, a few miles by the the POV spirits. Um, he's possessed, but is quickly abandoned as the sun has, like, already started to rise. Um, him in demon form looks like the villain at the end of Jim Carrey's The Mask. Yes. Like they have the same, oh, yeah. they have the same cheekbones and shit. Oh. I mean, he's obviously a different color. They looked like crazy similar to me. Um, yeah, he tries to get the fuck out, but the bridge, she is gone. Yes. Yes. I can't find a single thing about Ash causing it. Well, I know yeah. that there was a Marvel Zombies versus Army of Darkness, but even in that, Mate, I don't think it happened. I I want to believe. I believe that he caused everything. I believe in a thing called love. You Oh, that wasn't high pitched and squeaky enough. E- edit it so it sounded high pitched and squeaky. Can we make it now? No, you can stop now, that's enough. Um You're a fridge space jail. That's right, you stay over there. Um yeah, so he tries to get out the bridge. He's gone. At that moment, the sun begins to set again. Um, I forgot that he was asleep for a long time, so that weirded me out. I'm like, what the fuck, days go for two minutes here. Because he was, like, lays in a puddle for, like, 16 hours. 
Yeah, you you can come back in there. Um, yeah, he hides in the cellar in of the cabin to get away from one of the demons, and then we just kind of watch him slowly go fucking bonkers. Um, while going loopy, Linda's head returns and bites his hand. Um, you get that fun stop motion dance scene. She looks like um, she looks. She's no, trying you, to be sexy. No, you're gonna argue with me again about this. She kind of looks like. Well, the whole scene reminded me of Nightmare Before Christmas. She's very long and skinny and stop motiony. So it's just Jack Skellington without a head. She with looks tits. like she's trying to be fancy in a club, but it's just not working. Jack Skellington with tits. Think, think about that as a sick episode title. Blink, 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 blink. Um, yeah, so he, he pretty much, um, jams the chainsaw into her face, which, like, after getting her off his hand, obviously. Um, which I found weird, because there's a big-ass scene in the first one where he's too caring to actually kill her with a chainsaw, but then in this one his love for her saves him at one point. But this is also the version where he's fine with putting a chainsaw right in between her eyes. Well, she's fucked. Oh, yeah, she's got a body. What? Oh, I'd like to see that. No, it's not hard to see that she's buggered and nothing's really going to help her. Yeah, You can't take her down to the um, GP or get the doll home doctor. Nah. Because she's fucked. Yep. What, what is WebMD? Got to get on that. There's no internet. I can't no believe Jesus hatched from an Easter egg 2017 years ago. Happy Easter, you fuckers. <laughs> um, alright, so... Yeah, his hand starts going evil. That, that, that's, that's a fun thing that wasn't in the first one. Um, he ends up doing the beaver, cutting his hand off. That confused me for a second. I was like, why did he do a beaver? That movie, The Beaver. Yeah. That's great. That's next episode, The Beaver. Four times. We don't even have to talk about most of the movie. He just cuts off his hand to get rid of a fucking hand puppet at one point. Oi. Watch it if you're it driving in a car, watch is it. is a beaver hand puppet. Well, yeah, that's why it's called The Beaver. Oh, it could have been something else. Yeah, so with a lot of ease and simplicity in the kitchen, he cuts off his hand making Aaron uh, Ralston look like a big old pussy. Who? The 127 hours guy who sucked about it for two days. Yeah. Wait, that's that's way more than 127 hours. Two days is 48. Just he, he also cut off a hand that was possessed so it was probably not like Alright, two things. Every also, time I have to cut my hand off, I just think, which character in Star Wars hasn't? I always think I to myself, it. all the sick shit my hands touched, and then I don't want it anymore. And also, okay. I like when they cut their demon hand off in the remake, because she's one of those little, like, carving knives for roasts. Yeah, like from Young Ones. <laughs> and it is a fucking good scene. I was like, oh Jesus. That's yeah, I, I'm sure we'll end up covering the remake. That's that's probably an episode there, like top remakes. That's probably it. <laughs> is that the only remake? That's the only good remake. Yeah. Apparently. No one liked Robocop. No one yeah. liked Robocop. I only like that Robocop one where he shoots everyone's dick off. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. If you're driving, watch look 
pub. What is it even called? That, that's good enough to watch even if you're not drunk. Oh, we need to put a fun. warning because I, I don't want to keep saying don't do anything <laughs> while you're driving. Really Please good. concentrate on the road. You, you, <laughs> see, you, see those, you see those headlights coming towards you? That's a dead eye. you got a preemptive strike. you got to swerve into that lane. you got to get that fucker. Please don't listen to Toby. <laughs> Robocop. I don't, so you can. Yes, yeah, so what are you looking up to find it? Robocop shoots a bunch of dicks? Um, it is literally called Robocop shooting a bunch of dicks at a class. There's also um, Robocop shooting a bunch of dicks. Watch any of those. Robocop shot in the privates. Fuck, man, that is so funny. Watch that. Get your shit together. And if you have heard it before, let us know by hitting the subscribe button on iTunes. That'd be nice of you. If you're a fan of robot men to shoot and write the sticks off. This is the fucking right video for you. Yeah, so dro drop us a like. You get yourself a professor couple. Yep, yeah, they're, they're all not in the first one. No. Yeah, they're the kids of the professor, aren't they? The Everyone is a professor Nobi. boyfriends. Yeah, she's a professor, her boyfriend's a professor. Her father and mother are professors? They are all very No, they are all titled professor. Oh, are they? Yeah, okay. except for the yokels. We'll get to the yokels later. Okay. Barely any teeth. Inbred. Kind of hot. No. Not the dude. Yeah, okay, so you got Ed Gently playing Annie Novi. Um, oh, so I, I fucked that up good. So the, the characters are Ed Gently and Annie Nobly. They're played by Richard Domia and Sarah Berry, which is kind of funny to know I like saying that. I like Mary Berry. Who's that, her fucking Arnie? I don't know. That's very pretty fake. We're not reviewing it. Not today. Not next week. No, it's bad now. They changed the laws. Good. We're going after coverage. Alright, so, meanwhile, a weird variation of Evil Dead 1 is taking place to Ash. Um, in the cabin, they're getting off the plane, they're like, oh shit, our dad, Professor, he's found some shit, we're gonna go visit him at his cabin. How long ago, like, was he meant to be there? I don't know. I don't even think it was he doesn't make an appearance, right? We see the, the, we see the wife, we don't see him. Yeah, you don't see him. Where'd he go? He's off doing his own thing, you know? Oh, he probably got Professor fucking stuff. killed. He's off signing hot new artist Britney Spears to his music label. He's like, yeah, yes. you know, oh, just put my missus in the fucking green. I'm going to go start up God Team Fame. But he went outside and got raped. Oh, no. So that's no that's way not what I said happened. That's why no one else got raped by a tree, because he did it. Oh, because oh. he, he was their flashlight for many seasons. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, the professor... The professor couple, they get to the damage bridge and meet a couple of yokels named Jake and Bobby Joe, um, played by Dan Hicks and Cassie we Wesley. Um, they all travel along the shit walking track together to find Ash on the floor of the front room, all bloodied up and fucking spastic. He's a bit. They make. I yeah, they they come in and they're like, oh, they think he's a crazy shouting man and did something to the husband and wife. Well, you've got Which the I would think too. covered in blood. He's covered in blood. He's, he's doing that there. weird crying laughter thing that they always do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so he gets time out in the cellar. He gets time out, bloody. You've got sleep. Yeah, you've got sleeping. Um, Professor Noby's daughter, Professor Noby, um, she listens to the recordings on the desk. 
um, which continued from where they were previously, and he's all like, oh, remember when I said that thing out loud in the last clip? Oh, I made my wife spaz, I had to bust her ass and put her in the cellar. And she's like, oh no, we gotta get out of this guy. And then you get some of that sweet stop motion goodness. And I fucking love it. Um, oh man, I just I go off on a tangent in my notes about how I like bad special effects. And how stop motion's awesome and I they should use it more. everyone likes bad special effects. They're fun. CGI goes out of style within a month. But claymation is always fun to look at. Yeah. You know? There's always something going on. Like, oh, pros- prosthetics and puppets hold up way better than CG. You and go and watch... Porn animation. Heck yeah. Heck. Yes. Heck yeah. Heck certainly. Stuff done Heck by yeah. hand is better. Yeah, like, if you watch, like... No fuck, props. Fuck me, Gremlins 1 looks a lot better than The Mummy Returns, and there's, like, a, a good ten-year gap in between them. Yeah, yeah. That's the one where Rock looks like a PlayStation character. It's very exciting. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the wife gets out of the cellar. She she big and fat. Um, also a dude. Yep, that's that's Sam Remy's brother again. <laughs> um, she possesses uh, the Ed guy, the professor boyfriend, and um, he gets killed with an axe by Ash. And then Bobby Joe taps out of the whole scenario and she tries to leave. She gets captured by some trees, but they don't really get rapey like they do in the first one. Nah, it's probably for the best. Yeah, they kind of regret filming that scene after the fact. And then the remake just makes it worse. Does it really? Yeah, she like pisses out like tar and shit. It's fucking weird. Fuck, I hate pissing out tar. And so it's got it. a lot more thorns in it and shit. Mm. If you are experiencing like this. Swerve that car into the fucking truck. You got to. It's the only way to get the tar out of your balls. Again, don't listen to Toby, please. <laughs> Go to a doctor. Yes. The only way to find fresh blood for yourself is to pull it out of another. What? I'm giving them advice. That's you guys Sure. So, so Annie is the only professor left standing. Um, yeah, the trees don't rape Bobby Joe because they're gentleman trees. They take him out on a date first. Yes. They romance him. And then they massage his prostate. So, so, um, she tries to read some of the, uh, put everything back the way I was kind of trope spells that are in everything. Um, she gets sort of halfway done, but Yokel Jake forces them at gunpoint to go find Bobby Joe, which I wrote down as BJ to save time, and then I laughed for a bit, because that, that's, that's like a blowjob, you guys. Uh, Meg, what happened? <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to keep him on track. I'm really sorry. This, this is on track. I've got it written down in my notes that it's funny that it's BJ. He actually does. So, while outside, Ash gets possessed for the second time. He pummels Jake. Um, Annie manages to escape. She hides in the house. And <laughs> she stabs Jake. It's pretty funny. Someone's coming in the door, so she just takes a swing, and it's like, no, I'm surviving. And she's like, you're not. Not anymore. Yep. She drags him to the opposite of safety, and just kind of leaves him near the cellar door where Henrietta still is. Um, she, she gets him and turns him into pressurized red cordial. He fucking bursts like a bubble. Yes. Mm. Um, Ash gets inside, but sees that dumb magnifying glass necklace. 
and his love for Linda brings him back. Don't give me a magnifying glass. More on the magnifying glass later, you guys. Okay. Ooh, foreshadowing. Swerve your car. Just crash the fucking car. Don't. Don't do it. How long has this episode Maybe been going? that's why we, no one subscribes, because you kill them all. That, that's why I can oh safely assume every person who's been in a hit and run accident in the last, how long have we been in, like four months? Toby, you're screwing yourself over. Every, every car crash I can say is a fan of the show now. Okay. Uh, we got the wonderful trope next of lock and load montage. Which is featured in Kaya. films like the first four Batman movies, including Batman Forever. Yeah, I get my fucking Batman Forever reference in this episode, as I always do. Mulan's 2004. You're an idiot, stop reading my notes. Mulan and Mulan. 2004's Punisher. This is. Alright, let me explain. The locked and loaded trope that you've fucking. Jumps your balls deep into. It's I'm not a trope. It's called yes, it a montage. Is. It's yeah. It's the montage where they pick up the gadgets and everything makes a ch -ch -ch noise like a shotgun, but sometimes it's a rake, like that kind of thing. Um, shotgun rakes. Are yep. My you got Nightmare on Elm Street Four Dream Warriors. You got The Pacifier starring Vin Diesel. That's a good one. You got Guardians of the Galaxy One, Kickass One, Suicide Squad, and that one song called Mermaid by Deathlock Clock also has one in it. So that's great. Watch oh, that YouTube it video. It does. He's all like fucking knives. Stuff. Check. Yeah, but the reason you it's wrote list. that down is for the Batmetal video. Yeah, watch the Batmetal video. And then watch Batman Forever. Then watch uh, the Claymated Simpsons thing. Then listen to our podcast. No, you should be already listening. Otherwise you don't know that you're supposed to be doing that stuff. Are you listen to all the other ones again. What else did we recommend today? Rate, review, subscribe. Um, oh yeah, we recommend the Evil Dead franchise, which probably, probably say that at some point, it's good. Um, yeah, but this, uh, this lock and loaded montage is pretty short, he just kind of like puts the chainsaw in his hand. And then he says groovy. Yeah. That's very good. Um, Ash then gets the Necronomicon back, he kills Henrietta, um, who now kind of looks like a long-necked Crypt Keeper. Like, it stops being a person pretty hardcore. Yeah. There's a lot of weird puppetry at the end of this because there's a big monster in the doorway. I forget what it's called. Henry is next, like two meters long. Yeah. Um, Annie manages to finish the spell. She clears the evil out into like a big wormhole. Um, Ash and his car are sucked into it as well. However, Annie has been killed by his um, evil dead hand. And she's too dead to bring him back. Because that's what happens when you die, you're dead. Oh, okay. Swerve the car and see. Um... Yeah, our boy, he finds himself in uh, the year 1300 AD and saves like 600 knights who are all in a big pile together from this deadite. They cheer for their new hero and he screams in anguish because what's he doing here? Um, yeah, I had a sick time watching these, so expect an Army of Darkness episode at some point. Uh, but for now, it's time for the homework question. Um, while on my first watching through the first movie, when Linda gets the magnifying glass necklace, I specifically said, what kind of Scooby-Doo shit is that? And then my homework question formed in my brain. The potato hit the soil, the light bulb went off. I knew. Um, so uh, this homework question is, I want you to replace all the main characters from Evil Dead with Scooby-Doo and tell me how you did. Um, who wants to go first? Did anyone do it? I, I thought it would be like a group thing. 
I don't like need to do totally somebody did. else. Yeah. But I like to think they go there, they find the spooky book, and demons start showing up. And this is a nerdy one. Velma. Velma. Yeah, Velma just gets it on with the Necronomicon mouth hole. Oh, and no. Everyone survives. She just sits on the book. It's like in Robot Chicken where she bangs Jason and no one gets murdered. I'd watch Scooby Doo a lot more if every episode ended with her fucking a monster. I don't think that's a, what they were going for, though. At all. I also don't think that's okay for children. I'm not children. You're not supposed to be watching it, though. Fuck, man. So I went. This was my rearrangement. Okay, um... So Scotty would be Fred. Yeah. No, he's Daphne in my version. That's dumb. Listen, he's not attractive. He doesn't wear skin-tight clothing. Scooby-Doo someone gets possessed. Nah, you dunce. Scooby-Doo's Linda, which makes the headless dry humping scene way better. Because it's a dog. Um, Thanks for listening to Scooby-Doo. I'm not, I'm not done yet. Ash would be Velma. Because she starts off as a lame bitch, but then she becomes badass at the end. She pretty much becomes, um, what's her fuck from Alien? That one I could kind Yeah. Okay, and then you got Cheryl being shaggy. Um, he gets raped by a tree. And he'd say zoinks as it busts nut all over his face. Oh, no. And, uh, Shelly is Fred, in my version. Okay. Yep. That's it. Done. Alright. Hey, 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 hey. So I gotta, I gotta do the pluggy stuff at the end. We are the things that were and shall be again. We are the school for wayward nerds. I have, it's a quote from the film we saw. Oh, I know, dumbass. You think I didn't figure that out? I, I took that magnifying glass necklace. I looked in my reflection with some magnifying glass. I saw failure. Oh, all right, guys. It's getting sad. I am Toby DePaula. Um, this has been produced by Kai Steen, so expect it to have been shortened to like five minutes long of usable content. Um, joined by our grubs, Trey and Mug. Follow us on Twitter at wayward underscore nerds, and give that Facebook a look. They're doing some interesting stuff there. Um, don't forget to rate and review, and subscribe so you don't miss our Army of Darkness episode, and probably other episodes. Um, guys, class is dismissed.